one of the things in life that is most obvious to me is there's always what I refer to is there's always a true sign that there is something that I need to work on in my life. There's something that within myself that I need to address. And the one way I always know this is I've kind of referred to this as, you know, and I think this is, you know, this is something I didn't make up, but I've heard people use this phrase many times. You know, somebody said something or someone did something or something happened and it pushed my buttons. It, uh, you know, there's those things that people will say or do or certain situations that really just seem to set us off emotionally in some way. And it's very mysterious sometimes because we don't always necessarily know why we're reacting. What is even more interesting to me is the fact that we sometimes may be so caught up in our reaction to whatever it is that sets us off emotionally, we literally may have times, I mean, I know for myself anyway, I will have times where I will be so wrapped up in my reaction that I am not even aware that I'm reacting to something. I, I am so, I, it's almost like being caught in a trance. It's literally just this, you know, trance of reactivity that I don't have, you know, any idea. I'm not really here and I'm not aware at all that I am just completely locked into a, a constant reaction to something. And those reactions can really be exhibited in different ways. I, you know, that will come out differently. It will look to other people to be different every time because it depends on the, the you know, what it is, you know, why there is that internal reaction, why that I'm feeling my buttons are being pushed, why this is causing me so much difficulty. And it really varies from situation to situation. And it has taken me quite a while to realize that the easiest thing for me, the best thing to do, but is not the easiest thing for me to do, is for me to stay aware that this is happening, to become aware and to stay aware that I am reacting very, uh, in some cases, uh, very aggressively or, you know, very uh, intensely to something that someone has said to me or is doing either to me or around me and that's really what is the most important part about this is that it really doesn't matter so much and I don't want to say it doesn't matter but in the moment when we're trying to cope you know it does matter in terms of what it is because it, it is usually things like this most people who deal with these kinds of things and people that provide services to people who are struggling with different emotional issues in their lives you know it it, it is important to ultimately you know figure out what it is that's you know why the reaction is happening and that's really beyond the scope of what I'm talking about because I'm not a professional in that in that particular in, in that particular line of work uh, that is not something that I necessarily know anything about but I know for me that the best thing I can do for myself is while I may not know why I'm reacting and I may be completely mystified you know why I'm reacting and sometimes once we 
become mindful of the fact that, you know, our buttons are being pushed somehow. There's something that someone is saying or doing that is causing a real intense internal reaction. And it is really in those moments where we finally become aware how no matter how long it takes i mean it could take a minute you know it could take days it really just depends on the person and whether or not they have any sort of practice that allows them to you know come to an awareness that they are in this particular state that they're you know locked in a trance of reactivity of some sort and as I have started working with this in terms of mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice, you know, the mindfulness aspect of this is just to be aware of the fact that I'm reacting. And while they, that may not seem like a tremendous amount of information, and it certainly won't solve the problem, so to speak, it's not going to fix anything. But really in the moment when we are locked in, you know, a trance of reactivity, we are, you know, we can be angry, we can be incredibly sad, we can be, there's all, you know, there's there's numerous negative emotions that humans can experience. And a lot of these emotions we feel very viscerally inside our bodies. And we can feel all kinds of physical unease. Uh, you know, just the stress itself of being you know, react being being in you know locked in a trance of reactivity of some sort, or reacting to something internally, just in of itself can cause a myriad of physical reactions and physical feelings that you know, in our body and mind are are basically being connected. You know, our mind is going through these gyrations, and it's you know it's thinking about what's happened, or it's remembering what happened. Uh, you know, the subconscious is struggling with its you know that we're you know we're remembering things we may not even know we're remembering. We just know that we are rea- you know that we're reacting to something, and that's if we're aware. If we're not aware, you know, we're just you know we're angry, we're defensive, we are anxious. We're nervous, we're scared, we are unsure. There's so many different things that we can be feeling and not even, you know, that's the interesting part is we may not even know we're feeling it. So there's really different layers to this. And all I'm really wanting to talk about today is just how mindfulness can actually help alleviate some of the needless suffering that happens when our buttons get pushed. And it's the idea here is that we can't really you know, quote unquote, fix ourselves to where we don't do this. It's, you know, I think at least for me, it's impossible to change myself in such a way that I'm not going to react to certain things. I think I'm much better off really doing this work in several different phases or, you know, really, in, it's, it's almost like it's a multi-layered situation and it's a matter of just really dealing with one layer of this you know one layer of complexity at a time this is sometimes these reactions can be based on very complex uh, sets of memories and triggers and things that would that have happened to us in the past and it can be overwhelming if we start trying to unpack all that in the moment when we are finding ourselves struggling so to really focus here, you know, mindfulness in of itself, really where it benefits me and what, where I have found it to be, uh, you know, most beneficial is the sooner that I can become aware of the fact that my buttons are being pushed, you know, I'm, I'm reacting 
And I've had a couple of situations this week where I felt that somebody said something to me, and it wasn't that it was they were it wasn't they weren't saying anything you know terribly wrong or even hurtful. I realize sometimes people do say things that are hurtful, and that's really a little different. Uh, because we, we, you know, we know generally when someone says something that's hurtful, and we will we will react to that in certain ways. But it's it's these ones that kind of sneak up on us. That's really more of what I'm talking about here. The ones where somebody says something and it doesn't seem particularly hurtful. It doesn't seem particularly uh, uh, the intent doesn't seem you know to be uh, uh, you know anything that's where someone is trying to hurt us in some way. We may not know, we may think, and we may not know, but it's the idea here is that what we are trying to do is just to be aware that we've reacted to something and not try to analyze it. And that's what I have found that has worked best for me is is the sooner that I realize that, you know, my emotional buttons are being pushed, something is making me feel a certain way, then it's a matter of just sitting with it. So the idea here is, you know, I practice being mindful, you know, of and being aware of when I'm reacting. And when I become aware that I'm reacting, it's a matter of just being aware of that. I don't really have to do anything. I don't really have to change anything. And I certainly don't want to brace against it or try to avoid it or deny it. What I really want to do is just sit with that. And in some case, you know, sitting with it can mean different things. In terms of mindful coping, you know, sitting with it, I may be in the middle of taking care of something for work that I I really can't afford to take the time. I'm not speaking so much financially, but I mean, in terms of I have responsibilities, I can't afford to just stop and take an hour or two hours out of my day to, you know, deal with this situation. And I'm not saying that we should not care for ourselves or pay it, you know, give ourselves the attention that we deserve when we are needing to do some self-care. What I'm saying here is we may be in a situation where we have to be mindful and mindfully cope on our feet while we're in the middle of life, while it's happening. And I found there are things that I can do, and that's, that's actually what happened on this particular day this past week where I had a situation happen like that. The details really themselves are not really important because this can happen in so many different ways. You know, the what was said or how it was said doesn't really matter all that much. And I don't even want to really say something about that. The fact that we can get to a place, and I think mindfulness helps with this, to where, you know, I don't want to ever advocate that anyone minimize you know, what has been said to them, if it is hurtful or if it has caused them pain in some way. Uh, I don't want to say that's not important because it is. It's, you know, that's something that has affected us. What I'm really saying when I say that, you know, the story or what was said isn't that important from, you know, what I'm relaying today is really from the standpoint that I'm really focusing just on how mindfulness and mindful coping can help us deal with this. So this basically happened. And so I found myself faced with, I had responsibilities that needed to be taken care of. I didn't really, I could feel myself wanting to just shut down and just really not deal with it and not deal with life any further and just sort of hide and and not deal with these things. And I really was not in a position to be able to do that. I could have done that, but I realized it would not have been the wisest thing for me to do. And so... What I did was I essentially just continued to stay aware of the fact that I was feeling this way. And I wasn't telling myself anything. 
the idea here is, you know, I can be aware of it. That doesn't mean that I necessarily need, I don't need to keep telling myself the story over and over again. I don't necessarily need to actively remember what it is that happened. I just need to stay aware enough to know that, you know, right now I am, you know, I, I am finding myself reacting to something and I'm feeling the urge or the compunction to be, you know, in this case, it was something that made me feel sad and scared. So I, you know, I knew that. And the more that I have practiced being aware, and this is available to anyone, it doesn't take any special skills. Uh, It's really available to anyone that wants to practice this is we become more aware and it gets to where it gets a little bit easier to be aware of what we're feeling. Sometimes we really don't know. And that's where I think mindfulness can help as well. And it's really not there again. It's not to get caught up in all the minutiae and all the details uh, or the story itself. It's really about just realizing, okay, this is how I'm feeling right now. I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling scared. Something that this person said to me, and I'm not really saying this even out loud to myself. It's just I'm kind of saying that, you know, in terms of the narrative speaking about it. And I knew that, you know, for me to try to do anything, even though I felt a lot of desire to just sort of shut down. That's really what I wanted to do. That's what my mind was telling me to do, to just shut down and protect myself and just, you know, really honestly to feel sorry for myself and to feel hurt and to, you know, continue to wonder why this person would say this to me. And in the moment as I realized that I was really, it's almost like my mind was trying to talk me into you know, shutting down emotionally and physically. That's really what was happening. And I just stayed with that and realized, you know, okay, that's really what my mind is trying to tell me to do. And it's not that it's trying to control me. It's just, you know, we we kind of react in certain ways. And the more we pay attention to our minds, the more we can pick up on these subtle inclinations, I guess is what I would call them, that we have to want to react a certain way. You know, it's kind of like, this is what I feel like doing. I really feel like doing this because I feel this way. And I've learned that I don't have to necessarily, I can feel that inclination, but I don't have to always act on it if it's not what's best. doesn't work 100% of the time because I'm human like everybody else. Sometimes I may know that I have an inclination to shut down, and I may very well shut down. And it doesn't mean that I've failed. It doesn't mean that I've lost the game. It doesn't mean that I've done anything wrong or bad. It just means that I'm human, and I may not always be able to keep myself from doing what it is that I seem to feel the urge or feel inclined to do in terms of emotionally reacting. So what I really find is that the, you know, the, the coping aspect of this really comes from a place of if I know and I'm aware that I am in this particular mind state, this is how I'm feeling, and I'm in a, in a place where I am reacting then it really allows me, if I'm aware of that, I can, it's easier for me to cope with what's happening in my life right now. Because if anything else happens while I'm feeling this way, and I would assume that most people have felt this, it becomes really easy to be become overwhelmed. You know, it's like life is going to happen no matter what we do. There are going to be so many things that we can't control. But what I find is, is that in this particular case, uh, you know, if I know that I'm already overwhelmed as it is, it's easier to cope when I know that I'm already feeling very overwhelmed. It's almost as if, you know, just being aware of that 
and knowing that, you know, yes, I do feel this way, but I really do need to stay engaged in life. I really do need to try to, as much as I can, keep my heart open and keep my mind open and just take care of the tasks that I need to take care of. And yes, they may not, it may not feel great to continue to do what we need to do. And we may not be as joyous about it as we sometimes are, but at least I'm staying, I'm choosing to stay in life. And I think for me, you know, for at least for me, that has been the key as someone who struggled with chronic depression for most of my life. I know that it's, you know, I lived a lifestyle for many years of when things were overwhelming, I, you know, would not want to be in life. I didn't want to deal with the things I needed to deal with. And I indulged in my own uh, reactions to, you know, things that people said to me or things that people did to me. Or in some cases, I just thought that they said something to me. They said something, but I may have inferred a different meaning. And so I find that mindfulness and mindful coping really actually are really, you know, two practices. And one is really, you know, mindful coping is just a variation of mindfulness. It's just a matter of stabilizing our minds so that we're not so caught up in what we're thinking about what we're feeling and so that we can really stay engaged in life and do what we need to do. And there again, not to deny what we're feeling, but to just get us through and take care of what we need to take care of until we can get to a place where we can give ourselves the time and space that we need to be able to work through feelings that we're having and to be able to uh, address these things and unpack them and really understand more about why something is bothering me. But it's, it's interesting, after saying all this, what I find is, and this is the hardest part about this, is that whatever it is that's bothering me about something that someone says to me, if I slow things down enough and really pay attention to my reaction to it, what I find is the more I react to something, the more intensely I react to it, the more likely it is that this is an unresolved issue of some sort in my life, of some work that I have left undone. If, you know, if someone says something to me and, you know, and there again, it's my reaction, I'm not blaming them. They've said what they've said and whether they, you know, were, had thought about what they said or not, it's what's done is done. But it's really for me to determine, okay, well, you know, if this is bothering me for this reason, and this is also really part of mindful coping, it is that, you know, if we can get control of our minds to the point where we're not so carried away about our thoughts about those feelings, we can start to do the critical thinking that we need to do to start really trying to figure out why this is bothering us so much. And what I love, even though at the time I don't necessarily love it, it's what's beautiful about this is that if I stay with this long enough and do this work and really allow myself to start investigating and questioning, you know, why is this causing such a reaction in me? Why am I feeling so overwhelmed? It's almost always an indication of something that I have refu either refused, ignored, or denied the need to deal with something. There's something that makes me uncomfortable, and the more uncomfortable it makes me, it usually means the more I'm really, really in denial of whatever that is, and I'm bracing myself against what it is, and not wanting to face it, and not wanting to deal with it. And I know that if I, you know, realize that in a moment where I'm really reactive, and I'm really not grounded, and really not, you know, aware of my, the way my thinking is like a runaway train, 
and it's going off on its own and it's going through its own gyrations and I'm not really here. I'm somewhere else really upset and reacting to something that may have happened 5, 10, 15 years ago that I really haven't dealt with. And so while it is very painful to have these, you know, our buttons be pushed, so to speak, and things to make us really, really intensely uncomfortable, I've tried to look at those more as an opportunity to be more mindful, to really test my practice, to really deepen my practice, to really stay with in the stay present and stay in the moment, even when I am just completely feeling like I'm losing my mind and something is really, really getting to me. That, you know, it feels like sometimes in the moment, it's like, I don't think I'll ever be able to get through this. I don't think I'll ever be able to really pull myself together again, that we really can. It's just that we have to get to a place where we can actually be stable and really be back here and not somewhere else, you know, retelling ourselves this story over and over again and going through all these reactions that we're, you know, we're believing everything we're thinking about what we're feeling. And once we can get to a place where we are back here again and we're not necessarily, we've kind of put some distance between our true selves and our thoughts, that we have the ability to start doing this work and and, and we put ourselves in a much better, uh, more conducive environment for being able to do that if we will just allow ourselves to, uh, to sit with whatever it is we're feeling. And that's probably the hardest part. It does not feel good. I don't think it ever feels good to just sit with something or try to cope with life and cope with it and stay mindful on our feet while we're still in the middle of life doing what we do. And while it is uncomfortable and it sometimes it can almost feel unbearable, we will find the longer we stay with that and stay in the present moment and stay mindful of what we're thinking, that it gets easier and easier to do it. And eventually... The, you know, the reactions themselves will level out. We eventually, those things, you know, the feelings that we have tend to pass. Those things tend to pass through us over time. If we'll just give ourselves the chance to process them, and then we can start to, uh, to really do the work that we need to do to figure out, you know, why it is that our buttons are being pushed. Then we have the ability to, uh, to be able to uh, really get into a place where, you know, we can actually feel like we don't have to come apart and fall apart when something is really, really pushing our buttons emotionally. We can, you know, we can develop strategies to cope and really be able to deal with those issues in our lives.